How would you approach change if you knew ahead of time that a challenging employee, client, or situation was actually going to help you become a better leader? Hi everyone, this is Jim Riviello and I want to welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this, how do business leaders like us, who really want to do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they want to see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give the answers. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Hey everyone, this is Rev, and in this episode, I want to talk about obstacles. See, we all face obstacles of some sort. Yeah, some are larger than others, but, but here's the truth. Problems and conflict are a fact of life. And if that's the case, why then do we view them as such a curse or like this major cross that we have to bear? See, all too often, the first thing we do when adversity hits is we kind of all focus in on the negatives. And I strongly believe that failure and adversity are only present in our lives to help us, not hurt us. And for me personally, it has become extremely important for me never to lose sight of this truth. But intellectually, like I know and we all know that we need to redirect our energy when we're like, you know, find ourselves engulfed in a problem. But the reality of it is that isn't always easy to do. See, as humans, our minds like to wander toward the negative. Our ego loves to magnify a problem instead of searching for ways to resolve the situation and grow from it. Our problems are not the problem. Our problem is how we look at and interpret our problems. See, we all have a choice. Every leader has the power of choice. We can choose in any situation or any circumstance to whether we want to respond or react to that complicated situation. That choice is ours, right? It's our God-given right. Consciously or unconsciously, we are forever giving everything meaning. But we have the power to attach the meaning that is most helpful. When we focus only on the problem, the weird thing happens is the problem has a way of multiplying, right? If instead we redirect our energy towards finding a solution, we will eventually discover things we can experiment with. See, every time we courageously try something new, our own experience, our own, like, the results we get informs us or us of what works and what doesn't. This is, like, really valuable insight, and this valuable insight helps us make adjustments that will lead us one step closer to the ultimate goal or task at hand. See, oftentimes, we're always looking for this big monumental change, when in reality, many times the answers that we seek only require a minor adjustment to what we're already doing. It's only like a 5 or 10 degree tweak has such a major impact on our results. So here's, I want to just give you a couple of suggestions, you know, uh, that allow you, that will help you accelerate finding that solution when you have a problem or some kind of obstacle or challenge in front of you. So the first one that I can encourage you to do is just, you know, start by taking the time to fully reflect on the situation in solitude. I mean, like, step back. When we consciously think of more ways to overcome our obstacles, we actually grow from the situation at hand. So that's number one, just to step back and just just reflect. Don't don't try to solve, just, just try to consciously think of, of ways that 
you know, what your obstacle is and, and, and some potential ways you might explore overcoming that. Second is give yourself the freedom to apply the 24-hour rule. I mean, I talked about that in one of the earlier podcasts. And if you haven't uh, heard that one, I really encourage you to go back and listen to that one. It's, it's one of my all-time favorites. It was a lesson my dad taught me years ago. And the essence of it is that every 24 hours, we have an opportunity to hit the reset button. And this leadership practice will revitalize your mind and refocus your energy so you can calmly evaluate your options. And lastly, ask a lot of questions, man. Like, good questions are often more powerful than answers. Open-ended questions are actually the best, right? And here are some of my favorites. You know, start with something really basic when you're, when you're collaborating with somebody. Like, hey, what do you think, right? Um, what feels right? What doesn't? What matters most? What do you think we should do next? What do you think will happen if we actually do that? What other options can you think of? Who should be involved? What's a reasonable time frame? I mean, the list is endless, but you hopefully you get my vibe here, what I'm trying to say. like Questions develop critical thinking skills. They engage others. They challenge thinking and deeply held assumptions. They force us out of our traditional thinking, which often is part of the problem. Right? I think Albert Einstein you know, said it best when he said, we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. Right? It's basic. One of the biggest challenges that I see uh, amongst many leaders, and especially the newly appointed ones, is this overwhelming desire to have a business or team that is problem-free. I mean, make no mistake, business success doesn't come from a lack of problems. The growth of every business regardless of genre, is dependent upon how well their leaders manage through adversity. Effective leaders seek help. When challenges emerge, they assign ownership. Ownership builds trust. They empower their team to make decisions and encourage them to explore, to experiment. And you know, ultimately, to, to, that'll lead, those experimentations are going to lead to discoveries of new solutions. See, people learn from taking action. I think sometimes we forget that, right? People actually learn from doing, from the mistakes and miscues they make, and from the feedback they receive, right? Effective leaders know that making a mistake is not a problem. They actually teach others what you do afterwards that really counts. See, I'll just give you a side story. I mean, years ago, I used to coach basketball, and when I used to bring the kids together and their parents before the season start, I would actually, you know, look them all in the eye and tell them, hey, look, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to turn the ball over. You're going to miss shots. Whatever you do, don't ever look to me at the bench when you make a mistake, right? Because I will never, I promise you, I will never take you out for making a mistake. However, I'm going to be watching really closely what you do when you do make the mistake. And it's what you do afterwards that counts. So if you if you turn the ball over and you don't hustle back and you uh, on defense, guess what? You're going to be sitting your ass right next to me on the bench. Right? However, if you turn the ball over and you hustle back and you, and you make a great defensive play, you're going to stay in the game. See, so that's the whole idea of encouraging people to, 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 to play outside their comfort zone, to, to encourage mistakes. But it's really not the mistake that's a challenge. It's what you do afterwards that really counts. And that's just not a lesson for the field, for any game. That's a lesson for life. That's a lesson for business. That's a lesson for everything. Every leader, every parent should be teaching their teams. See, Effective leaders don't demand excellence. They establish it by the example they set. And every team, regardless of what business you're in, is a reflection of their leader. Your behavior 
and day-to-day actions must match the aspirations you have for your team. When a leader bitches and a leader moans about the adversity or challenges they face, guess what? So will their team. Conversely, when a leader views obstacles as an opportunity and they actually see, you know, become to see the unseen, right? Their team begins to embrace the challenge and collaborate more effectively, which ultimately leads to a solution. See, clarity, focus, and discipline. Anybody who follows me know that that's like I'm hell-bent on those three things. Clarity, focus, and discipline are contagious. And I'm going to close with a question I often ask in many of my leadership workshops is I ask the people that are in front of me, and I want to ask you, is like, how would your approach change if you knew ahead of time that any challenging employee, client, or situation that's faced in front of you was actually going to help you become better, actually go home to help you become a better leader, right? Something to consider. So let me repeat that again. How would your approach change if you knew ahead of time that the situation you're in front of, that challenging employee, that challenging client, that challenging situation was actually going to help you become better, right? See, obstacles are blessings in disguise. They are sent our way to make us stronger. They're sent our way to make us wiser. Obstacles challenge us to see the unseen. Problems and conflicts are a fact of life. Every problem, every challenge, every obstacle before you is a gift. Without them, we wouldn't grow. All right, I have to run. I hope you have a great week. And remember, you always have a choice. Don't worry about where you are or what you've done or what you failed to do. Today, like every day, is a new beginning. Make a conscious commitment to view the obstacles in front of you as, as a blessing. Problems are never the problem. The problem is how we look at and interpret our problems. As a leader, you have the power of choice. You can choose to respond or react to the problems. I encourage you to choose wisely as your team is going to be watching you. So set the example for your team. Okay, do me a favor. Share this podcast with others in whatever way serves you best. Enjoy your week, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.